Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast. My name is Paul and today we'll be having a look at the Palmyra Faith show down at the Motor Point Arena. So let's get a brief bit of our history on there. So Palmyra Faith Bloomfield, born 21st of July 1981, is an English singer, songwriter and actress. She is known for her retro and eccentric style. Her debut album, Do You Want the Truth or Something Beautiful, was released in 2009 and has been certified double platinum in the UK. The album contains the single Stone Cold Sober, New York and Upside Down and earned Faith her first Brit Award nomination in 2010. In 2012, Faith released her second studio album, Fall to Grace, which debuted at number two in the UK Albums Chart. The album was critically well received and surpassed the success of her debut, earning her numerous award nominations in 2013 and earning a double platinum certification in the UK. The album produced her first top 10 single, Picking Up the Pieces, the top 20 cover version of In Excess's Never Tear Us Apart, and earned her two Brit Award nominations for Best British Female and British Album of the Year. Faith released her third album, Perfect Contradiction, in 2014, which stands as her most successful album to date. The album spawned the two UK top singles, Can't Rely On You and Only Love Can Hurt Like This, with the latter topping the charts in Australia. Faith won Best British Female Solo Artist at the Brit Awards in 2015. Her fourth studio album, The Architect, was released in 2017 and debuted at number one in the UK, becoming Faith's first number one album. In addition to her solo work, Faith has also collaborated with the duo Sigma on the 2014 track Changing, which charted at number one in the UK, and DJ Sagler on Lullaby, which reached the top 10 in 2018. Furthermore, she has also made feature film appearances in the, the Imaginarium of Dr. Panassus, Dread, the 2007 remake of Centrinians, and Youth. Faith appeared as a judge on the fifth series of The Voice UK in 2016 and on The Voice Kids in 2020. Now we've had a little bit of background, let's see what's going on down at the Motor Point Arena with her today. We'll be back after this. If you're a band member or an artist, dancer, singer, actor, street performer and you're listening to this and you'd like to talk to us on our show about your uh, latest gig or your album release on uh, digital media or even uh, want to talk to us about a student show how about dropping us an email on musterxmedia1983 at gmail.com and we'll get you on our show on this real dreary wet and drizzly day I'm at the Motor Point Arena covering Pamora Faith's tour. Now, because of the rain, there are no super fans waiting outside the arena. I reckon there normally would be in normal circumstances, but not today. I mean, after all, we're in autumn, going into winter, and it's not quite cold yet, but who wants to be get wet all day and all night? So let's take a look, see what we've got truck-wise on the outside. It appears that today's show is only a three truck show and one coach but I'll double check that later on. I, I, I'm not convinced they might have sent a few trailers around. Ah, I stand corrected. On the back road you have another truck and you have three more tour buses so it's a four truck show with four tour buses. So we'll see how we get on in a bit. A few moments later. So I'm inside the arena now and the stage is near enough set up. They're starting to focus their lights and it's looking it's looking pretty good at the moment. I have to say it really is. Now, not often that you get to see this these days. 
it's not really a done thing unless you've got someone that's pernickety but I, I actually like this every lighting truss that they got has got a border tab on there to hide all the cables and whatnot. It just looks more slicker and more of a theatre show, shall we say. Now, Palmyra Faith, they've uh, they've not got that much equipment on stage. Yeah, they don't need massive screens. They um, they just want to make it look nice and visual, but obviously on the cheap because this show they've spent a lot of money on extra COVID testing and COVID marshals and making sure that no one goes down with the virus uh, whilst working on their shows and going to that great expense cutbacks have to be made and uh, what do they do okay right well what we'll, we'll cut back part of the uh, lighting and sound just to be able to make sure that we can do a uh, tour without anyone getting affected because at the end of the day if they uh, if members of the cast or even the band get sick with coronavirus it becomes an expensive problem because they have to find people to either a fill in the musician slots or if Pomora Faith goes down then the show gets cancelled that is too expensive a problem so they're being totally on the most cautious side of things and there's nothing wrong with that you know they're protecting their interests at the end of the day but it has to be paid in some way and it's being paid for by a little bit less kit but what I'm looking at so far as they're focusing the lights it's going to look really impressive they've got some lovely LED uh, battens that are hung at different heights on the uh, middle and back trusses and they've got some uh, freestanding uh, LED uh, battens at the back of the stage which are in a vertical position and not the horizontal position and I just saw them flash it out and it looked pretty impressive now the stage has uh, white risers so they were obviously covered until uh, the last possible minute so they don't get scuffed up uh, <laughs> before uh, the show actually starts. And the fronts of these uh, risers, well, steps into a riser, they got LEDs uh, on those steps and that did look impressive as well. Now the PA system looks pretty good, you can probably hear them testing it out now with that weird noise. And um, you've got the standard line array uh, format at the front and then you've got a third of its, a third of the main forward line arrays at 45 degrees uh, pointing outwards at the side of the stage which uh, gives a surround sound uh, aspect and yeah it's going to be good. Now today's uh, concert is a Caesar concert, all three sets of tiers set up uh, ready to go and seats getting set up on the arena floor. Now I believe that this is fully sold out so hopefully there won't be that much of a dropout by the time the show starts up, any time will tell. But it's looking to be a pretty good show. I'm looking forward to it. We'll be back after this. Warning, this podcast contains strong, offensive and misogynistic language that some listeners may find offensive. The name's Vert. Personal original Vert. And I run the P-Vert Detective Agency. The year is 2055 and the police have been defunded. So if you need a police investigation, the cops will charge you a thousand big ones a day. Because of this, the government introduced the PI Act, where the private investigators can undercut the police so justice can become affordable. These are my case files. New episodes every Wednesday. The links are in the description. So they've started to flash out some of the lights and oh my god they got some of uh, the moving head units which are called BIs or a different version of it but it is the same uh, thing depending on what brand it is. So you've got a moving head 
that's got lots of different LED pixels in and uh, each pixel can be mapped so you can make individual shapes within the light and it looks amazing. This definitely does look impressive so uh, the uh, multiple LEDs in each moving head fixture can do uh, many different shapes as well as the uh, movement of the light itself so it's going to look pretty goddamn good in certain parts of the show. Now also you've got the strobe units which are also LED units as well and they can pan and tilt as well and be any colour so I'm looking forward to a lot of that as well and they just brought, they just brought up a nice purple and pink state and also there's lots of uh, white light from the spot units with a gobo breaking up the light and that looks pretty goddamn impressive as well not only do you have the LED uh, strobes on the top but you've got a load freestanding facing outwards towards the audience on the uh, back of the stage freestanding on the floor and that again will look absolutely impressive once it's all working in tandem and the house lights are down a few moments later so the sound check has been done and now they're just finishing off the last little touches on the set now as i said there's only uh, a handful of lights they've got a nicer little uh, nice little ghouls at the back of the stage which they're going to definitely uh, project lights through as well as uh, these nice little white drop down uh, drapes and they are brilliant white, brilliantly white. Now, the positions of these drapes, they are done. They're done in a strategic way. So these LED strips that they got at different positions on the bars, they'll project their light going down through these white drapes, and it will look amazing. A nice little touch. The lighting effect will look really pastely as it goes through. Such a beautiful effect, well thought out, and uh, actually. I've used this effect myself many many years ago I have to say but it's so simple but very effective and not many people do it these days. It's such an underrated and underused lighting technique. It really is. So support in Pomoral Faith is Yosef Salvat, maybe Joseph but I would say it's more pronounced as Yosef Salvat and he was born in Born in 1988 and is an Australian singer-songwriter. Joseph Ignatius Salvat, which is his full name, had his first international success after the release of his EP In Your Prime, when Sony picked his cover of Rihanna's song Diamonds, which was originally written by singer-songwriter and arts performer Sire for promotion of Sony's new 4K Ultra HD television. Salvat has appeared in a number of important music festivals including Lovebox festivals in London, Lowlands in the Netherlands and collaborated with British recording engineer, record producer and mixer Dan Margaret. He also opened for American singer-songwriter Banks in the British leg of her Goddess tour in November 2014. His song Shoot and Run has also been featured in a TV advert for Black Work on ITV in June 2015. Within the early months of the year, his first single of 2015 entitled Hustler was released after the success of both songs. The song also came with the release of the song Every Night, which was done so as a digital download. In the summer months of the year, the single Till I Found You was released which followed the song Open Season to be released a few months later. In October 2015, his debut album Night Swim was released in France with the UK release of both a standard and deluxe version of Night Swim in February 2016. Afterwards, his single of 2016 was released in January entitled Paradise and was later followed by the release of Punchline as a promotional single later in the month. 
His debut album was released worldwide on the 12th of February 2016. During the early months of February 2016, he also appeared and featured vocalist in Griffin's debut single, Heading Home. On the 10th of June 2016, Josef Selvat released a track called Complex, providing the vocals for Swedish DJ and producer James Raftsman. After taking a break from producing music, he released his album Modern Anxiety in 2020, and now he's on tour support in Palmaro Faith. So let's see what he's like. Josef Selvat's stage, well, I say stage, his sliver of stage is right at the very front and is backed by a white psych, which I believe would be also a kabuki. So as soon as the uh, main show starts, the kabuki is going to drop or get pulled off. I would like to believe it's a kabuki to give a grand reveal. But anyways, for Yosef Selvat, because you don't want to just have a plain white kabuki uh, as your backdrop, what they've done is shown a lot of uh, a lot of moving head spots on the backdrop and just put a load of breakup gobos in there to make it look a little bit more interesting. He has no special lighting fixtures, they're all reserved for uh, Pomoa Faith and he's just going to have the basic front light and a nice little wash. The light on the psych uh, in the background which will obviously change per song. With a bit of luck we'll have a nice interesting uh, pre-show. With a bit of luck we'll have a nice supporting set. Only time will tell as I've not heard Yosef Salva or any of his work. So it'll be interesting to hear. A few moments later. And Yosef Dali's first song, it was, I don't know, vocally, it just seemed like it was full of uh, padding and a hell of a lot of reverb for what he really needed. I mean, I'd like to think that he could actually sing live without that much reverb. And it was very noticeable, especially when he was uh, talking to the audience. His patter was just full of reverb, which not good. I mean, it's just made it hard to understand. Reverb is only good if you're singing and you only need a little smidge, but it, it seemed like most of his uh, vocals were just full of the reverb. Maybe he was vocally really tired. I'm not sure. I mean, they've been on the road for five weeks. I'd like to think it's down to him being tired, but I don't know, it just didn't seem right. Something just didn't quite work with that. Um, unfortunately, because uh, he only had in front of the um, kabuki, which was used for Palmora Faith's opening, <laughs> you know, it's a kabuki, it will just drop, so he couldn't do much with it. And since most of the lights, in fact, 95% uh, of all the lights on the stage and around the stage were behind the kabuki, he just didn't have much he could do. So they just set him up with some lights, just with their rotating gobos, just shining onto the uh, onto the kabuki. Either side of the stage, stage left and stage right, you had uh, four powerful uh, profile moving lights and a, a little bit of face light from the uh, top, which was the bar that's just above, uh, that was just above the audience. So not much to choose from in that respect. So his lighting was uh, pretty much as basic as possible and it didn't change at all. The uh, lighting state was the same throughout. It came across that Yosef Salou just didn't have energy on, the, on that stage. He was either really tired or, I don't know, he, I'd like to think he was having a bad day. I don't want to be putting anyone down on this. Um, I don't like doing that when, when I'm seeing a live show. 
but unfortunately just came across like he just had no energy and no stage presence and no charisma. And yet again, I just hope that I can put that down to a bad day. If anyone else has seen this particular show with Yosef Salou as the support, then please let me know in the comment section below if he, uh, if he actually had a good day uh, when you saw it. It was just a shame. I mean, he had uh, eight songs and his big breakout song, which was a cover of Rihanna's Diamonds, and it just seemed to fall flat on the audience. I mean, there were, yeah, there was a bit of applause here and there. By the time his uh, set was finished, it was 95% uh, full and uh, every ticket was sold and every seat was occupied today. According to the statistics, it was a full house. So it was 95% full and sat down by the end of, well, by the time that Diamonds was uh, being sung and he should have had a massive round of applause. He should have had a lot of energy from uh, the buzzing audience as they're waiting eagerly for Pomora Faith to start. But he just got a very, how can I put it nicely, mediocre applause at the end of each song. And some songs just fell really flat. Perhaps he just didn't have the vibe today. Perhaps he might actually have not been that good but I don't see why he would have been put with Palmora Faith if he wasn't really that good. I I really do hope it was a bad day. So hopefully Yosef Salou does better next time he performs. As I said it may have just been a bad day. This podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised. It's been 30, 30 years, years since they came. 30, 30 years? years. No! They took my child! I'm gonna kill you! No! It's been 30 years since they came. New episodes every Friday. The links are in the description. Palmora Faith started her show in front of the Kabuki, which was a bold move. She came out in a blackout and the lights come up. And she and she was in a how can I put it a jumpsuit that was essentially a mirror ball. It was reflecting light everywhere. It was glittery. It was glitzy. It was so 1980s, and yet she pulled it off as though it was today. She did really well. She had the charisma and the charm to be able to pull that off, and it worked really well. The lighting effects that was going through the kabuki at the start, so. So you had a nice little uh, bit of lighting at the front and as soon as the chorus kicks in each time you had a lovely pink silhouette coming through, bleeding through the kabuki like a shadow puppet show but pink. It looked glitzy, it looked a bit camp but it was perfect, the lighting effect was superb. It's not often that you get to see a, uh, a version of that lighting effect. I mean. During my career in the West End, that was a lighting effect that was used in the Miserable. Well, during the song Empty Chairs and Empty Tables, it was a lighting effect when I worked on P&O Cruises for one of their shows. And it just works really well. It's a nice effect that isn't overused. It's not. And there's plenty of usage for it. And this is the first time I actually saw it done in pink. So that's a plus, I suppose. Something something reused but completely different at the same point. Now throughout the whole show the sound quality was superb. 
there was absolute clarity, 100% clarity of Pomoa Faith set vocals. It was balanced up, lovely. It was amazing. The sound engineer should give himself a pat on the back. He was brilliant. He did uh, the show absolute justice and it was mixed incredibly well. There was a cliche part where she did the piano medley. There's a couple of songs, well, three songs that segued into each other. And it started off with Palmora Faith in the old cliche of being sat on the grand piano. It's been done a million times before and although it's a dying cliche, I've not seen this done live in years. I mean, absolute years. Mainly because artists are afraid of having to have the piano tuned every time. But because the piano goes on the back of a truck, it gets tuned every single day. So that's not a problem. It's not going to detune the piano too much especially since you're going to get it uh, detuned whilst it comes off the stage on the forklift and then put on the back of a truck on the forklift and, and rattled around and bounced around in the back of the truck to the next venue so it's not going to matter and it's a bold move but it was pulled off really really well and there's also the other half cliche shall we say where all the backing singers and even the drummer were sat on the stairs on the treads of the riser looking up as, as Palmara Faith is telling a story and singing her song. It really worked. It really worked. I did like that dimension to it, I have to say. Then the secret weapon was unleashed. The lighting effect secret weapon. Once it was unleashed, it was unleashed as though it was a genie in the bottle. The genie came out and it couldn't go back in. And when I mean, what I mean, what I mean by this is there's a certain type of lights on there which is known as a which is known as a bi. And uh, every single giant pixel on there can be controlled independently from the rest of them. So there's 30 different lights within one light, and it can come up with some seriously sick and psychotic-looking lighting effects. And boy, was it used to great effect on this show. And once that was, once that effect was used, it came back time and time again. Not overdone though. I have to say, it was not completely overdone. It was, but and each time it was used, it was used in a different way. But it had a great, great lighting effect. A massive punch to accentuate each song. All the shapes that was generated by it, it, it works really well. The song directly after, there's plenty of organised flash and trash in there. And when I say flash and trash, I mean everything just going for broke you know where the lighting effects is just going on a spinal tap definition of 11 and it works really well it's brilliant absolutely brilliant now to round things up Pomora Faith show was very well received by the audience whenever she commanded the audience to do something they did it without a second glance without a second thought and yeah it works really goddamn well when she commanded the audience to stand up and uh, get their phones out they stood up they got their phones out and she commanded them to put the torches on their phones and yes everyone did this and the arena lit up pretty bright i've never seen it lit so brightly by mobile phone lights ever and today it was a nice punchy effect which if there was recording something for a DVD, it would have gone really well. It really would. Palmara Faith was a perfect showman. She had enough energy to command the audience to do a lot of stuff. And they all appreciated her with her stage presence. I mean, she was there. She was oozing charisma, oozing energy. 
and the audience lapped it up and they were both feeding each other mutually and exclusively and it came across came across really well I have to say Palmora Faith is not my kind of show she's not my kind of artist or my kind of music but damn could she put on a great show and a great show it was her audience loved every single minute and you could feel that vibe so if you're a Palmora Faith fan I really really emphasize the fact that you should go and see her live at least once at the very least once because you will regret it if the day comes and she decides she's had enough and you would regret the fact that you never got to see your favorite artist live and can she sing live oh hell she can sing it live perfectly live she has CD quality vocals about her and you can tell it's not put on, it's not mimed and her showmanship is just a completely different level to, to a lot of other professional singers. She has done well with this show and I have that massive appreciation for actually being able to work on it. Thank you Palmora Faith. You've, restored, you've helped me to restore faith in the post-Covid world. Your show was amazing. Well done. Bye for now. Thank you.